good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Saturday, the 16th of July, 2022. And before we start this story, as was in with the intro, please don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe if you already haven't. And please do share this video, whether it's on YouTube or Twitter or wherever else. Now, also, if you want to support the show and you get some kind of value from what we do each week, you can also buy us a coffee. Link is down below in the description. And now that that's all done, let's jump into that first story of the day. Motorists in Thailand who ignore traffic tickets now face tougher legal action. Effective yesterday, motorists or motorcyclists in Bangkok who break traffic laws and then ignore traffic tickets will face tougher legal action, including the suspension of annual vehicle registration extensions, police summonses and arrest. Under the Royal Thai Police new rule on the delivery by mail of traffic tickets to traffic offenders, police will start sending the tickets by registered mail to the official residence of the alleged offender within 30 days of the offence. 15 days after the mailing of the ticket, it will be presumed that the offender has received the ticket and they must pay or challenge the fine within 15 days. Payment can be made at all police stations in Bangkok through the state-owned Krung Thai Bank or by mail to the Traffic Police Division. In the next step, the police will notify the Land Transportation Department so it can reject the annual extension of vehicle registration unless they pay the fine to the police first. Then, police inquiry officers will issue a summons to be sent to the official residence of the offender, requiring them to pay the fine. The police are authorized to issue two summonses and then, if the offender still fails to pay the fine, officers will ask the court to issue an arrest warrant. According to the Metropolitan Police Bureau, the negative consequences include the offender's name being recorded in police records, the central registration database and the database of the Immigration Bureau, which may cause problems when the offender wants to travel abroad. There is, however, no jail term for those who are tried by the court for violating traffic laws. The maximum fine is 1,000 baht on top of the traffic ticket fine. The new rule will be applied retroactively to tickets which have been issued since June 20, 2021. Offenders who have ignored multiple tickets will be the first group to be penalized according to the police. In the past, many motorists have ignored traffic tickets, especially those issued by police based upon CCTV recording of the offense because the Land Transportation Department still accepted their annual car registration applications. Now, what's interesting about this is it seems to be only for Bangkok and surrounding areas. What about the rest of the country? And what exactly happens around the country if you don't pay your ticket? It seems you're kind of let off the hook. Now, I'm not sure if that's actually the case, but it's. I find it strange that they've made a rule specifically for Bangkok and not other areas of the country. It would seem to me that you should have traffic laws and regulations, you know, that's nationwide, not as for each province. Also, the fact is that if you don't pay it, 
and you decide to go to court, you get a 1,000 baht fine. That's the most you can get along with the ticket. Now, the maximum fine for uh, any kind of offense like that is 1,000 baht. It ranges from 400 up to 1,000. So the most you're going to have to pay is 2,000. It's not really an, a deterrent or something that would encourage people. I guess the only thing would be that, you know, if you have these tickets, you're not going to be able to register your car each year. And that may be an issue of course but i still think it's not a huge deterrent at the end of the day only 1000 i think people if they faced heftier fines in this country would be more inclined to follow traffic laws but as always it is thailand and they you know roll things out in a very slow pace i do hope that things like this get spread nationwide and we might see a little bit more care in relation to how people drive on the roads i personally i believe dr driving in thailand is just absolutely atrocious I mean, I've never seen anything like it, and, and the standard is so poor. But that's also why it has so many accidents and so many deaths on the road. And it's something definitely the government need to look at. I mean, they spent so much effort trying to save people during COVID, but the simple thing, in my opinion, it is a lot simpler, to control people's habits on the road is just not done. It's a free-for-all, and they don't mind that level of accidents and that level of debt for some reason. Here in Thailand, one of the easiest ways to start to improve the road safety here is education and enforcement of laws. Two things that don't happen. There is very little enforcement by traffic police in this country, and I don't know why they do have traffic police, because they do very little. One last for expats who live here, have you ever seen anybody being pulled over for driving dangerously or anything like that? I've been here 10 years, never seen it my entire life. But anyhow, with all that, do you think this idea that they are bringing out in Bangkok is a good idea? Do you think it'll work? I'd love to know your opinion, as always, down below in that comment section. Now moving along, Thailand in top 10 for expats. Thailand has moved into the top 10 among the best countries for expatriates, rising to 8th place from 14th last year in a survey. The Expat Insider 2022 survey by Internations surveyed expat life in 52 destinations, obtaining online responses from nearly 12,000 members worldwide. The survey measures expat satisfaction with the quality of life, ease of settling in, working abroad and personal finance in their respective countries of residence. A new expat's essential index covers digital life, administrative issues, housing and language. Thailand excels in the personal finance index 4th and ease of settling in 11th. It ranked 18th for expat essentials but a mediocre 35th for quality of life. The country's poor working abroad ranking 45th dragged down its overall score. Overall, however, 77% of expats say they are happy with their life in Thailand, compared with 71% globally. The country's ranking improved from 14th in 2021 and 25th out of 64 destinations in 2019. In 2020, when Internations ranked cities, Bangkok was ranked 20th out of 82 locations. Mexico was first, Indonesia second and Taiwan third were the top three destinations worldwide. The remainder of the top ten in order were Portugal, Spain, United Arab Emirates, Vietnam, Thailand, Australia and Singapore. The bottom three destinations were Kuwait, New Zealand and Hong Kong. All performed poorly in terms of personal finance for expats. Respondents were unhappy with the low availability of administration government services online. 43% were unhappy versus 21% globally. It's all paperwork for everything, comments one expat from Chile. 
while 70% find it easy to live in Thailand without speaking the local language versus 51% globally. 68% struggle to learn it versus 38% globally. In fact, 78% speak the language just a little or not at all. Thailand's main weakness is in the Working Abroad Index 45th with a ranking of 48 in the Work Culture and Satisfaction subcategory. The local business culture, they say, does not encourage creativity, nor does it promote independent work. And keeping on the same theme, Chiang Mai, Pattaya, Bangkok rank in the top four in Global Healthcare Survey. Several Thai cities have some of the best rating for healthcare in a new cost of living survey, bolstering the government's efforts to make the kingdom a medical tourism destination. Chiang Mai, Bangkok and Pattaya all ranked highly, on Numbio's Healthcare Index 2022 mid-year, with Chiang Mai holding the top position, followed by Bangkok at the third and Pattaya at fourth. These rankings were based on a survey of website visitors on the overall quality of the healthcare system. Chiang Mai tops other cities thanks to its popularity among foreign nationals due to the lower cost of living, convenient local culture and high quality public health system at an affordable price. Prime Minister Prayachanacha thanked all sectors and healthcare workers who have made the country well known around the world for its good health system. He highlighted the government's objective to upgrade the country's medical industry towards becoming a major medical hub. The government hopes this development will help create more jobs, create connectivity between businesses and help the country achieve its post-pandemic recovery goals. And moving along to a story that has been very, very widely discussed today, tourism fee to hit all foreigners. The planned 300 baht tourism fee is expected to apply to all foreigners without exception, serving as insurance coverage of up to 500,000 baht per person in case of accidents. But the fee has been repeatedly postponed since it was proposed in January this year with an uncertain timeline for its launch. Mong Kong Wiman Rat, Assistant Permanent Secretary at the Tourism and Sports Ministry, said the collection method and system for those arriving by air is now ready to launch. However, he said the ministry needs to conduct further studies on land and sea entry, meaning the program will start when all ports of entry are equipped with feasible collection methods. The tourism fee was initially planned for collection from international arrivals, with the exception of diplomats and expatriates in Thailand. However, Mr. Mong Kong said exemptions for certain groups cannot be implemented as airline ticketing systems have to embed the fee and airfares only recognize passengers' information listed in passports. As a result, the fee collection will apply for all entrants who are not Thai citizens regardless of nationality or visa type, he said. The 300 baht fee will guarantee insurance coverage during foreigners' stay in Thailand for up to 30 days. For travellers encountering an accident, riot, terrorism attack, natural disaster or other incidents, coverage is restricted to a maximum of 500,000 baht, while coverage for any damage caused by emotional distress cannot exceed 20,000 baht, said the ministry. In the event of debt, the insurance pays out 1 million baht per person, while coverage for crematory expenses is up to 150,000 baht per person. COVID-19 and other types of illnesses are excluded from this coverage, said the ministry. The government has to reconsider the timeline to start this program, said Mr. Mongkong. Some countries have not fully reopened, so we might have to wait for a more appropriate time to launch. 
the entry fee for day pass entrance will be reduced from 300 baht to facilitate cross-border trade and business, he said. The Airline Association of Thailand last month raised concerns about the scheme as the fees applied to foreigners might be regarded as discriminatory. In June, the ministry removed the program from the agenda of a cabinet meeting saying the fee collection method for land entry had not been decided. If the program is approved by the cabinet, fee collection should start within 90 days after publication in the Royal Gazette. So we covered this story a couple of months ago and then it kind of disappeared out of the media and out of the spotlight for a while, but yet it's back again. Now, a lot of people have complained, especially expats, I think, and retirees and people working here in Thailand, that why would they have to pay a 300 baht tourism fee? They're not tourists. And there is a very valid point. But I think what we can take from this is that the Thai government do not consider expats, retirees, and foreign workers here in the country anything other than long-term tourists. That's what they see us as. And an easy way to get money out of expats living here in the country. Now, you may say it's only 300 baht. Well, if it's only 300 baht, you can pay mine the next time I fly abroad. I'd love if you could, because you know what? It's better in my pocket than somebody else's. And I've always been taught that from a very young age upwards. I think the government here have yet again managed to somehow draw negative attention on the country when they're trying to revive the tourism industry. This has been the theme of this government for the last, I think, year or so in relation to the reopening of tourism. The manner in which they've gone about things, stories that have been released, then backtracking misunderstandings, the usual rigmarole that you find here. But yet again, it's more negative light when you don't need negative light. Now, the other thing is it's going to cover insurance. Now, how exactly will that work? Now, they're not very clear about it. When you come to Thailand, will you receive your policy so you know that you're covered? Or is it how do they plan to actually implement that? That's a very good question and certainly something that has not been answered by the ministry in any shape or form. Now, I think we probably have to assume that it'll be only government hospitals where you'll be covered in. But again, government hospitals normally want the money up front and then you're allowed to claim in your insurance later. So I have a feeling that's what's going to happen here in Thailand with regard to this expat tourist insurance for 30 days. It seems like you'll probably have to pay in advance and then maybe the way government hospitals work, six months from now, you might get your money back. That's if you do or can. So I don't know how exactly it's going to work. Personally, for me, if you want to charge and ensure that people have insurance coming into the country, then the easiest thing to do is to sell at the airport on arrival or ensure that all tourists arriving in Thailand have a form of travel insurance. But yet again, the government have managed to alienate the expat community by bringing in something that's not very well thought out. My biggest issue though with this is not that it's 300 baht or it's not that it's for some kind of insurance coverage. My biggest fear is that this money just won't ever be used for that. That it will be there to line the pockets of people, you know, in power who will be able to buy more Mercedes and BMW cars and enjoy a better lifestyle off the back of tourists. I think it's also quite interesting that the permanent secretary has said that they don't want to start it yet because some countries are still closed. What he's roughly and what he's actually saying is that China is still closed and there's nobody coming from China to Thailand. And with the 300 baht charging all those Chinese tourists who flock to Thailand, it will be an absolute gold mine. And that's what he really wanted to say in all that. It wasn't that it's a couple of other countries. It was that China is still closed. But nevertheless, Let's put it to you guys out there, my loyal listeners. What do you think about all this? Do you agree with the 300 baht? Do you have an issue paying it? Do you think 
Travelers and tourists coming to Thailand should have a mandatory travel insurance before they come. As always, guys, I'd love to know your comments down below in that comment section. And moving along to a very tragic story. Honeymooner rescuer boat drown at Phuket Beach. Two tourists drowned in the turbulency at Katanoi Beach on Thursday evening. A British honeymooner and a Thai man with a family who tried to save him. Ali Mian, 34, had arrived in Thailand with his new wife on July 9th. They checked in at the Katatani Hotel in Phuket in Tambon Karan of Muang District on Thursday. The man who died trying to save him was Surasid Ponglao Pan, 55. He checked in at the same hotel with his wife and son on Thursday. Police Lieutenant Colonel Ekachai Siri, a tourist police inspector, said the double tragedy happened at Katanoi Beach about 5pm on Thursday, shortly after lifeguards had warned tourists not to swim there because of the strong waves. Red flags were also erected along the 850 meter beach, warning against swimming in the strong monsoon sea. Mian went swimming anyway and got into difficulty first. Surasit, who was swimming nearby, tried to help him. Instead, boatmen drowned in the strong current. Lifeguards pulled them both ashore and they were rushed to Shillong Hospital, where they were officially pronounced dead. Five other tourists were safely rescued from the Sea of Patong and Kata beaches on Thursday. And I guess that needs to be kind of a note and a word of warning to people who are holidaying in Phuket and other parts of Thailand at the moment. The weather for the last few weeks has been absolutely atrocious and we are currently in the monsoon season. So it is worth bearing in mind that the ocean is not your friend right now. There are a lot of very strong currents and high waves and if red flags have been erected, they are basically telling you not to swim there. And I think people need to really heed the warnings. I've been reading nothing but different stories every day of people getting into difficulty in the sea, but yet ignoring the red flags. Those flags are there for a reason. And they are there to tell people not to swim and to save lives. And I feel really sorry for both families in this incident. And I wish they had adhered to what was going on that day on the beach. It's a sad story, but at the end of the day, it could have been avoided. But to the two men who did die rest in peace. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Three arrested for cacao home invasion shootout. Crime Suppression Division officers have confirmed the arrest of three more suspects wanted for their role in a home invasion and shooting incident in Kokkao in May. Exat Inc.'s MOU to mitigate delays in Phuket Expressway construction. Three state departments have signed an agreement to integrate road construction projects under a single management system in order to improve construction speed and efficiency, including four major road projects in Phuket. And finally, stop dumping trash in Phuket Town Canals, Mayor urges. Public works on clearing and improving water flow in canals has resulted in good results in the three flood-prone areas of Phuket Town, Phuket City Mayor Saru Anglapilas has announced. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.